You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. Home Sweet Home Avoid complex cosmetics and industrial hygiene products. Many cosmetics enter the bloodstream. The best products often have few ingredients. Products which use ethylation, often with the letters ETH in the word, are the result of petrochemicals like dioxins. Products containing glutamates, cosmetic MSG, synthetic or isolated allergenic fragrances, and sulfated tensioactives should be avoided. Traditionally, what we put on the skin was also edible. The skin is a living organ, after all. The body cleans itself, and the skin has a living microflora. This flora is destroyed by soap. Soap and the skin are not friends, especially the face. The skin likes fats and edible items such as coconut oil, bright yellow, unrefined shea butter, avocado, Montmorillonite clay, transdermal magnesium, thermal cures, and spas, etc., Think of the skin as you think of yourself. Would you like to eat industrial cosmetics and hygiene products? Women used to clean their makeup off with pure olive oil. Times have changed. Our ancestors' soaps were made without these industrial shortcuts, and these soaps typically did not foam up very much. This is a good thing because the foamy detergent dries out the skin and destroys the microflora for many hours at a time. Let us not forget the overlooked detail of the modern soap industry, sodium hydroxide. Since around 1900, this refined caustic soda is used in the place of sought-out good-quality lye. The industry extracts calcium carbonate indiscriminately of its quality. This chalk is then electrified in the presence of isotopes of mercury to produce the modern soda or sodium hydroxide. Are traces of mercury and other heavy metals deposited in our skin? and thus absorbed by the body and by the environment? This sodium hydroxide is in almost all products that foam, organic or not, and even those from small artisan soap makers. Although it is difficult to avoid sodium hydroxide, artisan soaps made through the time-consuming process of cold saponification, which employ large amounts of quality unfiltered olive oil and do not foam near as much, can be often obtained. In the past, I used to buy deodorants, liquid soaps, and body creams. One day I stopped completely. I found my skin dry, and I had a strong body odor for three weeks. But shortly after, the microflora developed, and the odors subsided. The skin rega regained its natural hygiene and resilience, not to mention that the experience was coupled with he a healthy diet rich in butter, which is also great for the skin. This experience taught me that sometimes we need to break with the industry to fully understand where it is or is not needed. Today a small bar of soap lasts me three months because I use it only for specific areas. Make your own simple cosmetics and bath supplies from unrefined bright yellow shea butter, some essential oils, coconut oil, herbal distillates, castile soap, and household food items. Use lemon juice for deodorant clay for styling, cider vinegar water or green clay water for rinsing, avocado and cucumber mask for the eyes and face. Make homemade shampoo with good quality unfiltered olive oil and potassium hydroxide obtained from a local farm, or make it yourself using ash. Unlike all the commercials and advertisements, this is what being natural really looks like. 
For bathing, an inexpensive dechlorinator may be purchased for the bath, but ideally one should limit bathing or invest in a complex and creatively modified water filtration system. Heavily salted baths with Celtic sea salt bought in bulk and a small amount of coconut oil will keep the skin from the drying effects of the chlorinated water if nothing else. Clay can purify water if allowed to soak for certain clay bath situations. But if there is no expert filtration system and the water is filled with chlorine, fluoride, definitely radon-228, possibly radioactive iodine-131, and endocrine-disrupting chemicals, one will need to get creative. Endocrine-disrupting chemicals are not filtered by nearly all filtration methods, and radon-228 demands a high quantity of carbon filters and gas aeration as well as reverse osmosis filtration. Without proper filtration, I would not take a bath in this water and have noticed fatigue from doing so. Prefer cold or, if not, hot, short showers. Cold showers close the pores. For babies, one can buy a small bathing tub, a jug of spring water coming from a historic source, and a rapid electrical water heating pitcher. As for adults, personal sit-in, dry, or infrared saunas a few times a week give me the same fascia relaxation pleasure of a bath without the immersion in contaminated water systems. If I really need to use heat to push out a cold, I will go to a local sauna or steam room. Even RO systems, reverse osmosis purification, and other high-quality models cannot guarantee the removal of endocrine-disrupting chemicals and VOCs. RO systems have a mesh filter problem which keeps the RO evaporation from fully filtering the VOCs and gases. The devil is in the unworked out details. Of course, for vacations and travel, there is no need to be obsessed with this and enjoy yourself. These tips are intended as long-term healing strategies. On occasion, to fight colds, a steam room or a super hot longer bath can be used. One can apply sorrow or rosemary essential oils combined with organic glass bottled castor oil to the chest, head, and the rest of the body. Leave the chest out of the water for a while so it can absorb the oil then full immersion until it's unbearable. Towel off the castor oil without using soap and lay on a towel on the floor for a bit while the body absorbs the thin layer of castor oil. This can reduce colds, cold sores, infections, etc. Avoid synthetic materials and fabrics. As we have abandoned our traditional flaxseed culture in France, we have become increasingly surrounded economically by cotton imports. 20 to 30 percent of the pesticides used today are allocated to cotton. If we buy cotton, jeans, shirts, etc., organic cotton is preferable. The cotton used to make a pair of jeans undergoes several treatments of pesticides, bleach, and synthetic dyes. These chemical treatments can cross the skin barrier when we transpire. If I even wear for only a few hours an ordinary pair of socks, I begin itching on my ankle. This itchy area can turn into a scab. Usually my skin is very resistant. It may be the chemicals used in the synthetic elastane or those used to dye the socks or to treat the cotton, but whatever it is, it's creating worldwide allergies for many. Although organic cotton is pesticide-free, the refining of organic or conventional cotton is still a highly industrial process. Cotton goes through an intense cleaning process. It is also treated to make it homogenous, chemically bleached, and then colored using synthetic dyes. The result is a generic, sterile cotton fabric empty of all personality and along with it the ability to repel bacteria, odors, and even stains. Prefer untreated, unbleached, organic cotton and choose cotton or wool fabrics which have their natural and attractive feel and off-white tone. 
Did you know that urine was traditionally collected and used to clean and decrease, degrease wool during the Roman Empire before using it for textile production? This method was replaced by using fuller's earth, smectite clay, rasul. Smectite clay, which is abundant all around the world, was an effective degreaser and allowed the wool to retain its own natural antibacterial and anti-acarian anti-dustmite properties, as well as its luster. Smectite clay was eventually replaced by synthetics. Environmentally toxic alkyl phenol ethoxylates are used currently. Today we prefer to sleep while a myriad of harmful chemicals pass through our skins, into our lakes and rivers, and ultimately into the water supply. Due to the aggressive chemical solvents used in the textile industry, our fabrics are less resistant, which is a good thing for consumerism, but not so great for the environment. For your bedroom, throw out your foam mattress, a key source of back problems. Prefer a mattress made with 97% of Havia sap, truly natural latex. The label natural latex can be misleading as it may contain 17% of chemical filler products. Authentic mattresses contain only 3% of chemicals which are used to vulcanize the latex. 97% Havia latex has an incomparable elastic elasticity which is active and pushes back into the body, keeping its shape and form. A 2-3 to three inch Havia latex bed topper mattress can work almost as well and is less expensive. The higher the quality, the longer it will last and actively create reverse pressure. Petrochemicals are not capable of mimicking this active principle found in Havia latex. Explore other traditions such as mattresses of cotton, wool, straw, down, etc. Toss out those foam pillows and buy feather stuffed pillows for better neck support. If you buy silk, sh silk sheets, make sure they are ivory in color, undyed, with, without stitches, and certified by OEKO Tex. Fill in the rest with covers made of wool, down, feathers, or organic cotton. Conventional generic BT cotton, which dominates the market, should be avoided for the health of your precious skin. Avoid EMF pollution in the home. Limit Wi-Fi, 4G, 5G, halogen radiation from lighting, smart meters, electromagnetic frequencies, barely audible yet sleep-destroying infrasound from towers and wind turbines, ultrasound, etc. EMFs coagulate the blood and disrupt the hormonal system, among other system imbalances. Avoid volatile pollution in the home and EDCs, endocrine-disrupting chemicals. Prefer natural materials, wood, glass, iron, etc. A home filled with furniture from synthetic manufacturing of multinational corporations brings thousands of phthalates, microfibers, and volatile solvents into the air, while filling pockets beyond the community. An outdoor antique market or a new or refurbished better-built furniture is a much better way to embellish your nest. For newer items, find an artisan shop to buy your furniture and decor. Contribute to your community. Life is coherent after all. Make sure your home has been tested for radon gas in the home and in the water. If detected, you may need to move out or find a complex filtration system for the water which employs a high quantity of activated carbon filters, reverse osmosis, and a gas aeration system to remove radon from the water. Sadly, according to the latest extensive study published in the number 5 2019 issue of the peer-reviewed scientific journal Halion, radon-228 is now found in nearly all water systems in the USA. For radon gas, see below, IQ brand, IQ Air brand, Air Plus gas purification model. 
For other volatiles coming in from the air we breathe, you can either move to a green mountain range around 2,000 feet above sea level, or you can buy an IQ Swiss Air purifier, or preferably do both. But if nothing else, purify your home. Remember, much of the lead, chemicals, and even EDCs, endocrine disrupting chemicals, are not only found in the water supply of the last 50 years, but are found in foods, pesticides, packaging, plastics such as phthalates, BPA, DHP, DEHP, BPS, PVC, soy, volatile polyvinyl odors, 70s new car smell, furniture, etc., and they are also found in dust particles in our homes. This is an unseen yet important source. One study on Mennonite women who tested very low in exposure levels of EDCs compared with the rest of the population as they keep free of exposure by their natural lifestyle showed that three of the women tested had an unexpected increase on the day of testing. These three Mennonite women, unlike the other Mennonite women, were driven to the test center in cars with polyvinyl chemical odors. These PVC odors were investigated and found to be the cause of the anomaly. What a window of truth! BPA, a common EDC, is even found in toilet paper, especially recycled toilet paper. So that means that most of us are overloaded. Case studies on pregnant mothers show hundreds of EDCs in the mother and child before, during, and after gestation. One such st related study in 1971 showed how the children of mothers who had been prescribed DES, diethyl stilbesterol, a known EDC, had alarming rates of vaginal cancer. Dioxins, which are released from heated plastic, styrofoams, PVC, pesticides in our foods, or from the fats of animals fed with pesticide-treated foods, are another ubiquitous danger. Washington State University researchers exposed pregnant rats to low levels of dioxin. The first generation of offspring had more prostate disease and two types of ovarian disease that were not found in the control groups. Kidney disease, precocious puberty, and ovarian disease were more prevalent in the fourth generation, human translation, great-grandchildren. With abnormal, abnormalities in puberty being nearly eight times higher in the third generation females. Third-generation male rats had a 27% higher incidence of kidney disease with telltale modifications to gene expression in sperm in 50 regions of DNA as a result of their ancestors' dioxin exposure. Dioxin is cumulative in the body and has a half-life of 10 years. And let us not forget vaccines, as mercury and aluminum are known EDCs as well, wrecking havoc on the hormonal system. What toxins from the vaccines in the mother are transmitted to the child during gestation even before the child begins his or her own series of vaccines? Vaccines contain many, many allergens as well as macroaluminum particles, which are too large to be removed from the tissues without more damage being done. They may also release mercury over time that stores up in the vital organs and kidneys affecting the blood. As it is common knowledge that the mother detoxifies and passes her toxic load fractions into the newborn child as nature's way of preserving the mother, it should not surprise us that so many children are being born now with unnatural endocrine disruption with severe consequences on society, culture, fertility, and disease. These children will face great difficulties which could have been mitigated. Voila the keys to unraveling the mystery of the gender-specific hormonal imbalances that we see in so many communities in the USA. The first solution to this problem is the mere yet courageous act of perceiving clearly what is happening. Avoid chemical odors 
Avoid synthetic materials. Drink only imported spring water and glass bottles from known historic sources, even for cooking. Avoid soy, soy oil, and plastics. Choose glass. Avoid the fat from heavily soy-fed, pesticide, or GM grain-fed animals, or just avoid these foods in general. Cook at home. Thoroughly filter your bath water or take short showers, infrequent baths, and cold shower when possible. Don't forget the human body is amazing and it has been created to withstand and detoxify staggering amounts of toxicity. It should not be underestimated with fixed ideas. One poignant example, mercury, when ingested, cannot penetrate to the enterocytes. Studies have shown that certain EDCs, including BPA and even the more common phthalates found in soft plastics, can be removed from the body through transpiration. So the body can get free of it if only we can bring about a full stop to our daily exposure. Exposure to these toxins is cumulative. Once the environment is improved, the body will begin to reactivate the epigenetic codes and enter into another healing program, closing the sluice gates to the cancer-ridden, medically enslaved third age and much younger, which is becoming the norm. As for purifying the airborne portion of this challenge, the Swiss IQ air purifiers are the only air purifiers that can filter down to 0.03 microns, whereas others only filter down to 3 microns. That's a big difference. To do this, they have three levels of filtration using advanced HEPA filters, which are much better than the standard HEPA filters. This company was the originator of HEPA filters, initially for firemen. In polluted areas where many things may be in the air, some even sprayed from above, the IQ air will protect you. As for areas such as coniferous mountain forest or certain iodine-rich coasts where the air is of better quality, the IQ air can protect you from the indoor dust particulates. A major hidden source of EDCs comes from our varnishes, furniture, particle board, plastic, epoxy, chemical, and other residues. The IQ air enables volatile particle filtering of VOCs and EDCs in the form of dust particles, nanoaluminum, mercury, strontium, silver iodide, lithium, cadmium, and carbon ash. Strangely, carbon ash may be collected from uptake systems and refineries and redistributed over chosen areas to create weather patterns. The atmosphere will seek to cleanse itself of these contaminants using water vapor. This cycle will bring drought to the chosen area. Certain toxins, including nanoaluminum, may even come in through the eyes and lungs. The IQ air is also capable of filtering radioactive iodine-131 through the advanced HEPA and 10-pound carbon filter. These filters need changing only every two to three years, depending on usage, for about $250. This amazing company also has a model for the chemically sensitive, which filters gases and EDCs, dust particles, gas fractions, and chemical odors. As they last for 20 to 30 years, some can even splurge on an all-wooden model made from naturally stained olive tree wood, but all models are great regardless. This brand is used in hospitals worldwide. Maybe that's why the Swiss flag looks like a medical symbol. Therapeutic Medical Air from Switzerland. Find the balance between comfort and facing challenges to heal. A healthy amount of daily transpiration is hard to find in our air-conditioned world. This is a truly American part of our detoxification problem. It's no wonder that sports, exercise-oriented people are thinner. They, they detox more. How simple. But balance is the key here too. Sweating profusely every day in the gym at a certain phase of healing may have undesirable effects for the body. 
The body perceives this as a constant stressor. It begins to secrete cortisol at a certain point of your workout. This may even cause weight gain. I used to overdo saunas until I realized that I was stressing my system without the cool dive in the icy water practiced by the Scandinavians. I now use a sit-down infrared sauna and I set the temperature at the borderline of transpiration while my head and heart remain cool outside. In summer, I disactivate the heater and only use the infrared feature. I now work for hours in this sit-in sauna as a desktop unit. This isolates the positive effects of nitrogen genesis at the cellular level through infrared aiming at the gut, the prostate, the legs, etc. without triggering the cortisol hormone. It also counteracts the daily EMF effects on the coagulation of the blood through nitrogen genesis. This allows for a gentle yet daily detoxification which combines passive and active elements to greater effect, grace and strength. There is even a travel size adaptation for infrared using a nasal clip light tube, infrared and or chromatic light, which can affect the blood as it passes through these capillaries closer to the brain. As infrared saunas help the blood to better oxygenate and clean itself, they also push the kidneys to work at their peak. One could say the same thing about the B3 full flush therapy. Therefore, combining these therapies or overusing either can create kidney maxing out aggression. So the right balance here is important. Detoxification can push one over their own natural limitations if not done right. I have found that nightly B3 full flush therapy and infrared saunas can be overdoing it if the infrared sauna is more than occasional. According to traditional Chinese medicine, TCM, the kidneys filter and drain the most between 5 and 7 p.m. This is why full flush tolerate niacin without the high fluorine dicalcium phosphate is best taken at night, well after 7 p.m., so as to not overpower the kidneys. As for the famous growth hormone that every sports magazine talks about for great body formation, a toddler can teach us much about this development through observation. Wrestling, grappling, and variated movements which have a tendency to surprise the body emulate better than never the same movements of a toddler. Surprising the body is one key to GH factor production. Partner dancing is also full of surprises if one keeps learning. High-intensity starve-yourself workout regimes to force the GH factor are not recommended here as we are focusing on health. Forcing hormones through extremes can waste these hormones. These precious hormones are not endless and are used for emergency healing as well. But finding the right way to nourish oneself and move with poise and stamina will allow the GH factor to contribute daily to your health instead of being secreted in either the full throttle or zero position. Sometimes even great advice on intense workouts and regimes can lead to an astringent personality. Balance is the key here. And remember, we have the body, soul, and spirit to heal, not just the body. Wisdom shows that spiritual healing can be the catalyst for a deeper level of healing for all the other spheres. If you are even reading this book, the spiritual healing has already begun. Not because of this book, but because of your quest.